in series, opera that speaks, theater that sings, presents A Fairy Queen. A radio play in four episodes recorded in five cities in four countries on two continents after A Midsummer Night's Dream by W. Shakespeare. Music by H. Purcell. Concept and construction by T. Nelson. Creatively produced by M. Pita, with the Amsterdam Baroque Orchest Het Kabinet and the Baroque Ensemble Innovatio. Featuring Mr. Jake Arditi, Ms. Sarah Kuden, Mr. Carl Dupont, Mr. Gerard Lee, Ms. Sylvia Leith, Ms. Lucy Page, Mr. Aaron Sheehan, Ms. Melissa Wimbish, and myself, Mr. John Search, your host. Starling. God's life, story has left me asleep. I have had a most rare vision. I have had a dream passed over the man to say what dream it was. The man is but an ass if you go about to expound this dream. Thought I was. No man can tell me. Methought I was. And methought I had. But man is but a past. He will offer to say what. Methought I had. The eye of man hath not heard. The ear of man hath not seen. And is not able to taste his tongue to conceive nor his heart to report what my dream was. I will get Peter Quince to write a, write a ballad of this dream. It shall be called Bottom's Dream, because it hath no bottom. And I will see it in the latter end of the play before the night. To make it the more gracious, I shall sing it at her death. But God hath opened them unto us by his Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things, yea, even until the bottom of God's secrets. Yes. Wait for me, my friends, I'm coming. The place the thing to offer to our fairy king. Come on. Attend the fairy court. Come on. Here's night the fourth. On the play. Come all ye songsters of the sky. Wake 
and assemble, weak and assemble in this world. Come on, all on, come on, all on, songs to of the sky. But no ill-boding bird be nigh, nor none but the harmless and the good. But no ill-boding bird be nigh, nor none but the harmless and the good. Nor none, nor none but the harmless, none but the harmless and the good. No, none but the honest and the And now, Midsummer Madness. It's as if the play is all the world. Puck manages the stage to make comfort out of chaos. Look. Get your apparel together, good strings to your beards, new ribbons to your pumps, meet presently in this place. Every man look o'er his part, let this be half clean linen, and let not him that plays the line pare his nails, for they shall hang out for the line's claws. And most dear actors, eat no onions, nor garlic, for you are to utter sweet breath. And I do not doubt but to hear them say, it is a sweet comedy. No more words. Away, come, away! Now approaches Oberon and a fairy queen. To arrive where we started and know the place for the first time, fairies forming mechanicals in machination, we arrive at last at the very thing itself. A, a play. play there is, my lord, some ten words long. A tedious brief scene of young Pyramus and his love Thisbe. Very tragical mirth. Merry and tragical, tedious and brief, that is, hot ice and wondrous strange snow. How shall we find the concord of this discord? Who are they that do play it? Hard-handed men that work in the city near, which never laboured in their minds till now, and now have toiled their unbreathed memories with this same play against our fete. And we will hear it. For never anything can be amiss when simpleness and duty tender it. So please, Your Grace, the prologue is addressed. Delight, we are not here. 
That, and that you should hear and repent you, the actors are at hand, and by their show you shall know all that you are allowed to know. <laughs> this fellow does not stand upon points. His speech was like a tangled chain, nothing impaired, but all disordered. <sighs> Gentles, perchance you wonder at this show, but wonder on till truth makes all things plain. This man is Pyramus. <laughs> if you would know this beauteous lady, this he is Sir Chain. This man with lime and rough cast doth present wall <laughs> that vile wall. <laughs> This man, with lamphorn and with bush of thorn, presented moonshine. For if you will know, by moonshine did these lovers think of scorn to meet at Ninus to and there to woo this grisly beast which lion. I wonder if the lion be to speak. No wonder, my lord. One lion may when many asses do. In this same interlude it doth befall that I, one snout by name, present a wall, and such a wall as I would have you think, that had it been a crannied hole, or, I, I can't say that, uh-huh. through which the lovers, Pyramus and Thisbe, would whisper often very secretly. Would you desire lime and hair to speak better? It is the wittiest partition that ever I heard discourse, my lord. <laughs> oh, night with Oh, night, whichever art when day is not. All night, all night, alack, alack, alack. I fear my Thisbe's promise is forgot, and thou, O wall, O sweet, O lovely wall, thou standst between her father's mouth. Oh, wall, O sweet and lovely wall, show me thy... To blink through with mine eye. Thanks, courteous wall. Jove shields thee well for this. But what see I? No thisby do I see. Oh, wicked wall, for whom I see no bliss. Curse me thy stones for thus deceiving thee. The wall, methinks, being sensible, shall curse again. No, in truth, sir, he should not. Deceiving me is this cute. She is to enter now, and I am to spy her through the wall. You shall see it will fall. As I told you, yonder she comes. Oh, For often hast thou heard my moans. Pardon my fear, pureness in me. My cherry lips have often kissed thy stones. Thy stones with lime and hair knit up in thee. What? I see a voice. Now will I to the... <laughs> to spy, and I can hear my Thisbe's face. 
this be? My love? Thou art my love, I think. Oh, kiss me through the whole of this vile wall. I kiss the wall's hole. Not your lips at all. Wilt thou at Ninny's tomb meet me straightway? Tide life, tide death, I come without delay. Thus have I, wall, my heart discharged itself. And being done, thus wall away doth go. Do ladies do, whose gentle hearts do fear the smallest monstrous mouse that creeps on floor, may now perchance both quake and tremble here when lion rough in wildest rage doth Roar! Know that I once snubbed the joiner and the lion fell, nor else no lion's dam. For if I should as lion come and strike into this place, were pity on my life. Roar! A very gentle beast of a good conscience. The very best at a beast, my lord, that e'er I saw. Oh, this lantern doth the horned moon present. Myself the man in the moon do seem to be. This is the greatest error of all the rest. The man should be put into the lanthorn. How else is it the man of the moon? We must stay the time. Proceed. <sighs> this is old Ninny's tomb. Where's my love? <laughs> well roared, lion. Well run, Fisby. Well, well shone, moon. Sweet moon, I thank thee for thy sunny beams. I thank thee, moon, for shining now so bright. For by thy gracious golden glittering gleams, I trust to take of truest Fisby sight. Oh. oh, spite, but mark, poor knight, what dreadful dole is here. Eyes, do you see? How can it be? Oh, dainty duck, oh dear, thy mantle good, what stained with blood? Approach, ye furies fell. Oh, fates, come, come, cut bread and thrum, quail, crush, conclude and quell. This passion and the death of a dear friend would go near to make a man look sad. Beshrew my heart, but I pity the man. Oh, wherefore, nature, didst thou lion's frame? Since lion vile hath here deflowered, my dear, which is no, no, which was the fairest dame that lived, that loved, that liked, that looked with cheer, come tears confound, outsword. And wound the pop of peerless, I that left pop where heart doth hop. <laughs> thus die I, <laughs> thus, thus, thus. Now I am dead, now I am fled. My soul is in the sky. Tongue, lose thy light. Moon, take thy flight. Now die, 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 die.
epilogue. Hush! No epilogue, I pray you, for this play needs no excuse. Never, never excuse. The iron tongue of midnight soon tolls twelve. Now, friends, to bed. Tis almost fairy time. I fear you shall outsleep the coming morn as much as you this night have overheard. For now is the time of night that the graves all gaping wide, every one lets forth his sprite in the churchway paths to glide. And now wasted brands do glow, whilst the screecher, screeching loud, puts the wretch that lies in woe in remembrance of a shroud. Now the hungry lion roars, and the wolf behowls the moon. Whilst the heavy ploughman snores, all with weary task foredone. Such we fairies that do run by the triple hickets team, from the presence of the sun follow darkness, like a dream. If we shadows have offended, think but this and all is mended, that you have but slumbered here, while these visions did appear, and this weak and idle thing, no more yielding but a dream. Gentles, do not reprehend. As you pardon, we will mend.
now at last, fourth break of day. There we have it, friends. Four stories in four nights folklore. A play of lovers and of fairies and of fools with tools and not a fairy tale found here or there or anywhere within this fairy queen. But something else which transfigures our minds together. And though it was most strange, it is still most admirable. Listen. Most heavenly music, it nips us unto listening, while thick slumber hangs about our eyes. Let us rest and dream, for in that sleep of death, what dreams may come. Jung tells us that dreams may... <coughs> I know, I know. Listen, learn, languish, and love, then live. I'll push it. Now until the break of day, through woodlawn each fairy stray, to the best and worst will we, who by us thus blessed shall be. May henceforth all couples see ever true and loving be. And the blots of nature's hand hence no longer on them stand. With this field you consecrate, every fairy take his gate, and each several chamber bless through this garden with sweet peace. And the owner of it blessed ever may in safety rest. Trip away, make no stay. Met here all at a break of day. Hey, you there, radio friend? Go ahead. My friends, the hours come. The very minute bids us open up our ears, our hearts, our souls, and our minds. As I am an honest puck, if we have unearned luck, now to escape the serpent's tongue, we will make amends ere long. Else the puck a liar called, so good night unto you all. Give me your hands, if we be friends, and Robin shall restore amends.
This has been a work of InVision made possible by Dan and Gloria Logan. A Fairy Queen comes to life through the generous support of Mr. C. Fuller and with the additional participation of Rachel Barham, Daniel Booth, Julie Bosworth, Toby Carr, Katie Delamater, Eva Harmutova, Imke Janssen, Gavin Kibble, Mimi Mitchell, John Moran, Corbin Phillips, Andrew Sauvageau, David Schlafke, Maximiliano Segura Sanchez, Allison Smith, Nicolas Isabel Strauss, Cameron Welke, and Hendrik Jan Wolfett. Recorded in Baltimore by Tonal Vision, in London by John Henry Baker, and in Amsterdam by Tom Gallison. Made possible by the generous supporters and board of directors of InSeries, opera that speaks, theater that sings.